Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Good evening, TC, and welcome all to part 61 of our weekly podcast, Curran View, with the Idle of Hillsborough, you, Mr. Terry Curran. How are you, sir? Fine, thank you. How are you? Yeah, that's good. That's a creaky door. What's going on? I've just I've just come um, through the kitchen into the room, so I'm getting, getting making sure I get a good uh, line so you can hear me. Yeah, we need a good reception, TC. We're taking bets on when you're going to sound Dalekey. Uh, before we start, though... Um, let's have a, a, a quick, um, with our socials, uh, how people can get in touch with us on Twitter at Current View and on Facebook, The Current View. George Wright has got in touch with you and has asked the question. So we're going to start with a question, a little bit of interaction with, uh, with your fans, TC. What was it like playing for Sheffield Wednesday, TC, George asked? Well... For me to play playing with Sheffield Wednesday, compared to other teams, you, you're excited to playing for other teams. You're excited. I was excited to playing for a manager like Brian Clough. But when you support a team, yeah, it has got that little bit special meaning to it because it's a team you support, and so it's it's. And in Sheffield, was like I never played in the higher leagues with Sheffield, but I was willing to give up my career to go and play for Sheffield Wednesday so that's what that's how much it meant to me yeah. so playing how do I explain it it's you know it's one of the most proudest moments in my life near minding football was playing for Sheffield Wednesday when did that love affair start there's a book coming out um, Brazil 1982 by Stuart Horsfield we're going to indulge in that that brilliant Brazil team shortly but uh, Terry Whelan on Facebook said that he remembered the 1970 Brazil team and he was only four years of age. I said I was five. I couldn't really remember it. So when was your first memories of football? Uh, my first my first FA Cup match I saw live on TV was Liverpool and uh, the United. Yeah. 65. Yeah. Right? Liverpool won 2-1. Ian St. John. Uh, but my love for Sheffield Wednesday was a year after 66, um, when they got beat 3-2 by Everton. Um, I can vaguely remember the 63 FA Cup final. Right, so what would I be then? 55? I'll be eight years of age, will Yeah. 63. So, uh, and obviously, Sheffield Wednesday leading 2-0 um, when... Uh, Everton pulled back to win win the cup, winning three two. Mm. A member of the police running on chasing that uh, scouser, um, pulling him down. A policeman chasing another scouser, and it might well, same scouser I should say, but he he missed him. I remember trying him trying and he missed him, and he obviously he fell down on the Wembley turf. So that's I can remember this vaguely sixty three. I can remember sixty five. Uh, Liverpool. I always remember St. John mm-hmm. uh, scoring a goal. So, 66 was uh, when I really um, started to. Well, getting older then, so it's sinking in a lot more then. Yeah. 66. I mean, I I kind of vaguely in line in line with the with the World Cup and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I kind of vaguely, and and I, I'm saying this, I must have because. My first hero was Gordon Banks, and my dad used to play football. and And he, he's he's one of his pals who he used to pick up. Uh, Alan Keating, bless him, big big massive West Ham United supporter. He he put on a voice and he convinced me as a as a five or six year old that I was talking to my hero Gordon Banks. And I can <laughs> I can only put it down to that save by Pele. But I can't really recall anything because as a five year old 
I was just too young. 1974 was my first World Cup, and I was nine. My first FA Cup, I remember, was 72 when I was seven. So I would say before seven, I, th- I think you're stretching it a little bit to remember yeah. tournaments and big games. There, there, there will be some people. Yeah. You know as well as I do. I mean, you see some young kids at five hitting a golf ball, and you think, Jesus, yeah. what? You know, you see them now, you know, mm. when the parents put them on, you think, wow. Mm. So there is that special uh, player, that person, yeah. what will remember certain things. And in, in, in our case, now we're talking about uh, going back to our early years. Mm. I mean, I can't remember things. That, I can remember little things walking uh, to school with our Melvin, who was my younger brother, uh, and, and holding his hand. I think that would be around about six maybe seven and he was, he'd be five because mm. I'd be going to school with him holding his hand and buying, going to shop buying some sweets. I remember as far back as that type of thing. Uh, but there's not, I mean, it's funny because when I talk about football, there's, a lot of, there's lots of things, lots of games I can remember. Yep. But there's other games I don't, I, I completely forget all about. Yeah. But it's, you know, these games, I remember at Everton, I remember at Forest, you know, but Sheffield Wednesdays, a lot of that really sticks in my head. Happy birthday, by the way, to John McGovern, your best man at your wedding, yes. whose uh, birthday it is today. Right, I better get that put on tonight uh, when I've done with this uh, podcast, podcast. But I've not been on my um, post, the, on my other post, because I've been doing a lot of this with the uh, what's happening in America. So I've been posting yeah. a lot on my on my personal wall. So I've not looked at that today. Uh, the seventies. Uh, 80s and uh, what is it? 60s, 70s, uh, 80s uh, poster. I have uh, so when I get when I get done today, I'll I'll put a photograph on of uh, John and wish him happy birthday. No, well we have put it onto the current view our uh, okay. our, our Twitter page, and uh, as I say, happy birthday, John McGovern. Uh, what a player! What a captain! What a leader! Your first. World Cup TC, what was the first one that, that you remember? Mine was 74. We're going to talk about 82 shortly, but what was your first World Cup finals you remember? Obviously, 66, I'd be 11 then, yeah. when we won when we won the uh, the World Cup. Uh, I remember sat in my mum's front room, uh, watching it in black and white. Um, England leading and then equalising and then leading right up towards the end. And then Germany equalising again, taking to extra time. And I think it's the only time I was nervous when I think about it, you know, um, because I really wanted us to win and the nation to win, you know, to win the World Cup. Um, And then nervous when the the crossbar, um, who was it, Roger Run? Roger Run, yeah. And I'm sure sure Roger Run could have added that in. Yeah, I'm absolutely certain. It had gone in. Mm. But obviously there's no... um, Goal line technology and no VAR in those days. <laughs> uh, and I remember the Russian linesman with a big thick tash. From Azerbaijan, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, remembering, uh, well, is he the Russian? It was the USSR. He was from Azerbaijan, I believe, which was right. part of the Union of Socialist Socialist Republics, which we we knew as, as Russia. Russia, yeah. And I remember the referee going over to him, uh, talking, obviously, Referee asking him, bah, bah, bah. And then the linesman pointing to the halfway line, the goal giver. So I remember all that. Yeah. And the and the um, other thing, I can remember Jack sinking to his knees. Yep. Uh, when the, when when it had, when they'd won. Remember Jeff first uh, shooting and thinking it's going to go over the crossbar. Yeah. Uh, but Kenneth Wilson almost was, was related to my mum. Really? In what yeah. capacity? Uh, some cousin, of, half cousin or something down okay. that line. Yeah. See, my mum's uh, a baton which were famous international rugby league players. Oh, right. And one of them held a world record for transfers in 1933, £1,000. But I remember Kenneth Wilson, in a sense, when with that famous line where it's, they think it's all over, it is now. Yep. So I can remember that and then I can remember the celebrations and me and our David going down into the field to play field and uh, imitate uh, our heroes. What played for the England team then? Yeah. It'd be, it'd be, um, what was it, uh, Jeff Hurst or um, Roger Roger Hunt? 
and I'd be Bobby Charlton because I mean Jimmy Greaves didn't play then because we were both Jimmy Greaves uh, fanatics yeah. in them days and all. So uh, that's what I, that's what I remember about all that occasion. Sat in front room with a black and white TV, and then after the game watching a few of the um, celebrations, and then going down into the field with the old leather Casey football, what uh, what what used to be laced up. Happy memories, TC. Oh. Great days. The 1982 World Cup finals in Spain, um, Brazil didn't win it. Like Holland previously in 74, didn't win it. But in my lifetime as a kid, I loved to watch Holland, Jan Cruyff, Rudy Kroll, Jan Naiskins, Robbie Renson, Brink. Those names still roll off my tongue. Germany were a great team. Yes, of course they were. But the Dutch played what what's commonly regarded as as total football. Brazil kicked it up a notch. They played total football to the Samba beat, didn't they, in 82? Yeah, well, I mean, when you look at that team, what a, I'll try and name a few of them in, mm. in a minute, but when, 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 now you've brought that up, you know, there's more people. What I'm going to ask you in a minute, yep. there's a lot of people always remember that 1982 uh, Brazilian side, yep. even though they didn't win it. Yep. Do you know who won it that year? Italy. Don't tell me. Italy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, the first thing I just said to me, someone I sat here, I said Italy, then I thought, oh, no, we're in France. So I was going to say to you, I was going to say, it's either Italy or France. That's what I was going to say to you, but then straight away you said it. Mm. But... Um, Majority of people still talk about not the Italians win, winning it. They talk about this great Brazilian team: yep. Eder, Zico, Tostao, uh, not Tostao, um, Socrates, Socrates, Junior, Junior. Yep. Yeah, um, you know, there's a few more come back to me. So Junior was the central striker. Gino, I yeah, think Felix yeah. was in goal. Felix, yeah, yeah. So uh, absolutely fantastic football team. And I, you know, I can remember when when France under Plat, under Platini, when they really burst onto the scene. Some of, some of the great football they were playing, and also, yeah, yeah what a great team that uh, 1982 uh, World Cup uh, Brazilian team. And they didn't win it, but still people remember it, don't they? For the football and the, you know, the pleasure they gave uh, a lot of fans around the world. But again, this is it, TC, isn't it? When when people say that football, it's a um, a results business. Um, you don't remember losers, you only remember winners. I don't. I remember entertainers. I remember mavericks. I remember players that did things on the ball that inspired me to get my Wembley trophy or my case and take it over the fields and try and emulate my heroes. I remember 1978, the World Cup before, when Kubalas, he, he bent yeah, it round yeah. Scotland and I tried to do it was the first time I thought right I'm going to try and bend this Peru, Wembley trophy Peru that, Peru that wouldn't it Peru yeah but he bent yeah. it round the wall I'd never seen it before and I remember um, Tony Curry when I was talking to, to Tony um, we were on about Revolino and he'd done that flip flap with, with the ball and yeah. I remember watching that night at Wembley as a young kid in 78 and thinking how the hell did Rivellino do that? And and those are the players that I will always rem- remember. Others well, I'll forget. Watched, he will have watched somebody in Brazil doing it, and he would have uh, yeah. imitated it. Absolutely. And I'm not. But I'm, 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 I'll tell you all. Regardless what anybody thinks or anybody says, I'm not bothered what they think. I've never have been. Yeah. When I would try to do things in training, mm. right? I mean, listen. I watched Charlie George do things, and you're going to say to me, "Well, how come he?" he well, I was still a kid. I was still a kid. With Charlie, were 25, 26, and experience. You know what I mean? Yep. And he would do things in training, and you went, "Wow, look at that!" Mm. You know, it, you know, it it chip a ball and make it spin back. Yep. But he'd whistle. You know, like you would whistle to a dog. <laughs> yeah. I think Charlie got. We I, we used to start laughing because the ball would spin back to him. You know, and then you'd be playing a five-a-side game, and you play and or. Oh, Players will remember the five aside, the little, the little, little goals here. Yeah. We don't. So you didn't play with goalkeepers. The goalkeepers would play out then, because yeah. even the goalkeepers in my day thought they were centre forwards, they not goalkeepers. <laughs> and and Charlie, it, it, it go past a couple. Or he wouldn't even look. It, it, well, I'm saying he wouldn't even look. I'm telling a lie. There, he'd have a glance, yeah. scan, right, as we what we call in football. He'd have a it scan, and then he go crossbar. It, instead of trying to score, he did the crossbar, and he did the crossbar. Not always. Yeah. You know. But a lot of times he did. 
But I, I remember early parts of my career when I was doing doing practicing things in training, and, and you know, I'd not met somebody. We you know players will turn around and do that again, and I'll snap your leg, right? But the coaches would turn around and say, uh, "You're not in a circus. Mm. That's what clowns, you know, juggling and all that type yeah, of thing, yeah, yeah. and doing tricks." So. You were fighting against that, and that is true, Gabby. I'm not lying to people. That mm. is true. Yeah. You know, because what is a, a lot of a lot of managers didn't like it. A lot of coaches they could walk in past you and say to you, you know, if you want to if you want to do tricks, go into a circus. Yeah. That's for clowns, oh. and jugglers, that type of thing. So, you know, these continental players, you know, uh, I think we over the years we we, we we we've been like a stern country, you know. If your parents said, don't do this, you didn't do it. I yeah. think no, the Mediterraneans yeah. and the South Americans are a bit more, the more children um, inclined, you know what I mean? They'll take the kids out with them and sit outside mm. cafes and little, you know, cafe bars where they can have a drink and the kids are there where years and years ago, we wouldn't want our kids going to, well, we didn't have cafe bars as such, did we? Ours were pubs, so... I think they were more oriented, children, kids more orientated than what we had, what we were for that type of thing. Do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. In Brazil in 82, played like children in the fields mm. or the playground. I remember um, I'm, it was the Italy game where Junior, I can't remember who he passed the ball to, but he split the defence, played a ball through the lines. I remember Ed uh, when I yeah. think Socrates let it run through his legs and I think he didn't he flick it up and smash it and it hit the bar and went under uh, into the back of the net against Russia. Zico, yeah. instrumental in that team. But they were just fantastic. And as a kid, and I think that that Italy game in particular, when, when they got knocked out, Arguably one of the greatest games of football that I've ever seen. And to be fair, I think Paolo Rossi was superb that day. Yeah. And and Italy were good. But I think coming out of the group stages, I don't think Italy won a game. I think they drew most of them nil-nil. Well, that, that doesn't change, does it? Cause exactly, yeah. When, when, I mean, that's that's the type of yeah. the mentality in football, isn't yeah, it? Not it to is. lose. Yeah. Um, I still got to be the 1970 World Cup for me. But, I mean, that was a great... But even when they get beat, the Brazils, you're always going to get the uh, hardcore what wanting to get beat and, you know, don't like that type of football. I mean, I, I'm not against the long ball game. What I'm trying to say, you're never going to win, a, you're never going to win uh, anything major by playing that type of football. So, But I understand why some people play because obviously they don't mm-hmm. have the technical players. Uh, but when you're watching a Brazilian team, um, even when they get beat... If you if you can't learn and, and, and can't enjoy, and I'm not saying everybody's going to read, but I would say 95% of the people what watch football would, would turn around and say, wow, did you see him? Did you see that left back? I mean, you talk, they talk about, when you talk about, when, they, when people talk about uh, wing-backs today, Brazil yeah. were doing that. Oh, yeah. Way back in 66, I can remember in 66 doing it. Yeah, absolutely. You know. It, football, so, what they do today is nothing. It's nothing new. It isn't any different to what players used to do of yesteryear. In fact, when you look at the fourth goal in 70 for, for Brazil in the final, it was um, Pele that just passed the ball out to Carlos Alberto, Alberto who's the right yeah. back. And as, the, as he was just about to strike the ball, if you look at it, it just hit a little divot, rose, and he lay straight through it. And yeah. Arguably one of the greatest goals of the World Cup ever, yeah. that was. I mean, that's what you call attacking wing-back. Of course it is. You know, but that's so, how Brazil play. I mean, people said the game's quicker today. In what no, sense is it quicker? It's only, it's only quicker for two reasons. Yeah. The pitch is like... Like um, bowling greens. I just don't so buy. They're not it. running on sand. They're not mm. running on uh, mud, right? Mm. Um, and they can't kick the ball back to the goalkeeper. So that it's in play all the time. It, it, when I were playing, <clears> you, it, it did change. They yeah. were towards the end of my career. Well, I'm saying middle of my career that um, the goal, the ball, could, the goalkeeper could not pick uh, the ball up. Because what did people waste? That's why they fetched that rule in, and yeah, that's, what quickened, the yeah. game, that's what quickened the game up, because mm. if you're winning 1-0, they would get back to keeper, the keeper would pick the ball up, uh, 
it just bounced the ball and then he'd roll it out, spend a bit more time, and, and it, sometimes it was boring. Once the team but got, that's only teams done. that actually can't play. I don't ever remember Brazil or no, Holland no, no, or any exactly. good team playing to those rules because they never feared anybody. They oh, went out... Done. And they try to win a game of football. It's only the, the fear that comes into teams. And I, I think if you have, we've said this before on the podcast, if you make no attempt to to win a game, if your philosophy of football is so boring, I'm sorry, I'll kick you out of the league. Football's about entertainment. Brazil you, gave you, us that. You're 100% right on that. I mean, even you've got to have, a, 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 they all can't play the same type of play football because all the players are not the same other but yeah. I'd sooner watch two Brazilian teams play each other than watch an English team play a Brazilian team what's going to be negative oh. you know and park the bus and that type of thing I mean some people in England are fascinated by that but I mean I'm not going to knock it because at the end of the day it's how they like it but I absolutely despise of it I know I know but I'm the same Gabby. Mm. by the way I won't watch it no, I won't. I'll turn it off. I'll watch Coronation Street or EastEnders. You know, I, I won't, won't watch, watch it. it. So, so, so at the end of the day, it's not my type of football. Mm. And, and I don't see why people do it, but I understand why they do it. Because it's two things. They don't have the players and it's fear. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, I, I wrote something this week about uh, our coaching. And what I'm trying, trying to say about it is we, we're fearful of losing a game. And that's why we go defensive-minded a lot. Mm. And they park the bus because if 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 they can get away with a, a, a draw, whatever way it is, as long as it's a draw, as long as when I say it, whatever way, if it's 3-3, three, three, then the first thing we complain about, defensive or poor, you know. They never, they never praise the, um, the opposition uh, forwards or attackers, do they? You know, we always look at all oh, the pundits and, mm. and the media are looking for the negative side of it all the time. Yeah, they are. And, and, and when, yeah. and when you, when you, mm. when you, when you get, when you get players like Sterling, what will do a little bit of magic, uh, Richarlison at Everton and and Jimenez, um, what's is it Rodriguez? What's what's coming? Yeah. And then the three front three at Liverpool mm. and the Manchester City's players, you know, and, and other players. I'm, you know, just. I don't want to keep going on about every football club. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is, why do we talk about a Mo Salah doing a, a spectacular thing? Mm. You know, and it's that type of thing. But I want to see, I want it, I want people to talk about, not VARs, not defensive-minded, you know, and people criticising, oh, this defender can't defend, that defender can't defend. If they can't defend, go and get another, either improve him, yep. get one more to be better at what is in club, if... If it's better, because some managers don't pick certain players because they don't like them, and that's a fact. Yeah. Or go and sign another player. What what, what can defend and what will improve your team? Because football is hard. The hardest part about football yeah. is people what's what fearful of it losing, right? Uh, coaches worrying about losing games, and that's the problem. And let's be honest, you can coach a goalkeeper. You can coach defenders. You can coach defensive-minded midfield players. You cannot coach forwards and you cannot coach players inside forwards that have got that ability and flair. Those players are uncoachable. Those players, you just get on the pitch, allow them to play, express themselves. So if you ain't got a good defender, go and buy another one and coach him properly. A lot of clubs that I, a lot of clubs that I played for did a lot of work on defensive. Yeah. On the defence. Mm. Uh and when I think about that, what you've just said, it, probably that's the reason why they didn't do any... I mean, what 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 coaching we got as a forward, right? A bit exceptional at Derby County because um, Frank, Frank Blunstone, who I thought was a good coach, he, he showed me how to open my body up to cross the ball. He, he mm. said, uh, you know, he had me facing where my shoulder... Yeah. Right, he put my shoulder to one side. He said, like, now look where the ball's going to finish because that's where you're facing. Mm. You know, now... Open your body up and come round the ball. Come round the ball, and then you'll see you'll keep the ball in. Yeah. But in my day, we, we did a lot of shooting. Yep. And they thought that was it. Mm. There were no intermovements of off the ball running, runnings as such. Yep. There was there were, but it was a type of ball where it's a long ball, mm. right? 
and trying to hit the ball over for that that man. Um, and I mean, coaches would then turn around and say, "Well, you're not always going to because the play will complain." He said, "Well, you're not always going to get it," and I understand that. But good coaches, what take what uh, put sessions on for the intelligent football? What will? I mean, the, the really good intelligent football will make that run, knowing he's not going to get the ball, but he's yeah. going to create space exactly. either not only for your strike for your other striking partner or the because. Teams that play with one striker and two wide men, they're, mm. they're all interchanging when you look at it. Yeah. So he's making that he's making that space for the other striker, mm. but not only for that, he's, he's, he's making it where the midfield player can come and join either in and pick up that little ball in be, behind the the other striker, or even beyond it. You know, uh, and the good coaches will coach that. The, the average coach will. Just coached negative, defensive, organised football. Absolutely. Going back to what you were saying about not megging and, and players doing things different, because do you know what they can, and that's why they tried it. I uh, I listened back to one of my early interviews with Brian Little last week, and uh, Brian was telling me about when he played against Oldham. He'd scored two goals in the first half and had a penalty on the stroke of half time. Playing for Villa, he's only a young kid, and he tried to not make the Oldham goalkeeper. <laughs> Ron Saunders was shouting, "Get the ball off him! Get that ball off him! Get that ball!" And he said, oh, "I've got two goals. I'm going to stay." And he said, "I just looked to the goalie and I thought, do you know what? I'm going to try and not make him." And he saved it. He said, he "Got absolutely hammered at half time, but went went out in the second half and scored his his goal for the hat trick." But interestingly, as well, Brian. Because he was a bit of a character. He, he said, you know, on the pitch, he'd try things. And he was pretty maverick on the pitch, but not off it. And and he said he used to sit in the office with uh, Ron Saunders. And Ron Saunders would, would look at Brian and say, do you know what? I want to punch you. <laughs> Brian would say, if it makes you feel better, Brian, boss, yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, I understand, Brian, because... If you, when next time you talk to him, just ask him truthfully. What, did he feel intimidated? Because when you looked at Ron Saunders, no, we never. I mean, but that, but that, uh, that's that's the problem. No, he never he felt had. intimidated. He'd, he he would do it on purpose to to wind him up. Yeah, but they didn't like it. Managers doing it. No, they, they didn't. Did no, not like, no. Did not. I mean, I remember when I, I mean, I could have scored loads of tricks Really, I could have done yeah. because I go around the goalkeeper and sometimes I. I just pass it to somebody else to stick stick mm-hmm. the ball in the head, yeah. in the net. I should say in the head. I'm thinking about me getting on my knees and yeah. I didn't the ball in the net. Uh, and I scored two goals and then missed the penalty at the post. Yeah. And the ball came flying back out again. But I had more rollickings, you know, when I nutmeg mm-hmm. somebody. I did it yeah. than anything. And they, they, and I didn't do it to wind the manager up. I didn't even do it to wind the players up. Yeah. I did it because I, I thought it would give me an advantage, and I did. You know, when you do it, you think, oh, you're taking the piss out of them. Yeah. You know, you do it because it's an advantage. Yeah. Right? Now, in training, you do it because you're taking the piss. But in a game, I didn't do it because... And I, but people aren't going to believe me because when you do that type, type of thing in training, it's not important. It is important, but it's not... In, it's, it's not going to win you a game. It's not going to lose you a game, is it? Yeah. No. But, in a, but, but, but a game on Saturday... Yeah. Or Three a Tuesday points. or a Wednesday... Yeah. It's three points, so... If you do it and lose a ball and concede, it can cost you, right? But if you do it and you score the goal, you still got a rollicking for it. And the, the reason why they rollick you is that they go, well, what happens if he'd have got away there and you went up with, with a con, uh, conceded? Yeah, but he never. I know, but what I'm trying to say to you, I know, they do, yeah. Know yeah. I mean, that, that's what I was at the manager, but he never. Mm. He never. You know, again, again. I said, and when I did it, when I did it, I always knew I could do it. Yeah, but again, very TC. Rare, very, when I don't make somebody, it was very rare I, I lost it. Yeah, but again, philosophy of football, a football manager with that, that philosophy of let's play, let's entertain, we are the entertainers, would look at that in a different way that managers looked at it that, that wasn't entertainers they didn't have a great philosophy on the game Steve Bruce is a modern day person who I actually like because he managed my team Birmingham and I used to go down the training ground and Steve always had time for me and it was a, I found him to be a fantastic guy but his philosophy on football I, I don't particularly like similar to you with, with Jack now I was listening to Brucey being interviewed before the Wolves game and he said look I've got no midfield because I've got all these offensive players and 
and I thought, you know what? Newcastle are going to come out and they're going to give Wolves a game. Jesus, they, even the offensive players, he played defensively. And I thought, do you know, if ever a manager shouldn't manage a Premier League team, or if I had a Premier League team or any team, I just wouldn't be employing a manager like Steve Bruce, however much well, I like him. He is. He is a lovely bloke, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Brilliant He's bloke. A lovely, brilliant. Lovely One of the nicest guys, yeah. One of the yeah. nicest guys you ever wish to meet. Yeah. And I played against him um, a few times. And last season, I went to watch Sheffield Wednesday play. When last season, the season before, with Martin and were at Forest. Yeah. And Bruce were at Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. And I went to the game, and it was absolutely boring. Yeah. Both teams were just booting ball up in the air. Yeah. And I took a, I took John Brimley, you know, John, who, who, doing my, yeah. who did my book. And he do, we're doing another book together now. Uh, and I said, to, I said to John, oh, I'm going to... Because I was in a box. Mm. Right, but Sheffield went to give me a box, and John was outside watching. I think he went to watch other football. And there was a match because uh, you can switch it back over to Sky, yeah. and there was another game on, which was more exciting than watching watching that game. And you looked at, and I looked at uh, Bruce, who played with Fergie. You would expect them to play some type of attacking football, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, you would. And yeah. you'd expect Martin to play attacking football. Yeah. With Forrest, we play with Brian Clough, but it weren't. Mm. Uh, and I find it, I find it very, and I don't like sideways and backwards football. I will tell you, I, in fact, I hate that worse than, than the long ball, if yeah. I'm honest. Um, but Bruce, when you're talking about Bruce, the way he plays football, you wouldn't have thought he would, he would have played that way, would you? No, not But it's, it's fear. It's fear. Yeah, it it's is. definitely fear with yeah. manager. And players will tell you that straight mm. away. But they're but they fearful went... losing. But TC, they went a goal down, and they actually started to play football at a goal down. I mean, they got the they got the the results. They got a one-one draw, so they pretty much got what they came for. But, you know, let me down at Cooper because I battled. Yeah, but I just and I said to Tom, what's the point of doing that? And we've spoken about it many times on the podcast. If you're a forward at Newcastle, you might as well sit on the floor up front or don't even bother turning up for training because there's only a few games you're actually going to try and win. I just find it absolutely pathetic. You see, the problem the problem is, and we, we, have, to, we have to understand it, whether we like it or whether we don't like it. Mm. Not everybody's going to like the way we like to watch football played. No I, no, I get that. You know, but again, you know, I but, wouldn't but turn I'm like on... You. You know, I'm like you. Mm. I don't want to watch it. I really don't want to watch that type of football. I, I would imagine they don't want to watch, you know, because people people will have, keep having little digs at me about uh, Manchester City. I'm yeah. not interested in Manchester City. I like to watch them play football, mm. right? But they don't play sideways and backwards football. They play penetrating football. The problem yeah. with Manchester City is everybody defends the park the bus. Of course they do, yeah. So it, bec- it, it does become a monotonous game, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it I was does. watching them last night. I was watching them last night. Marseille, Marseille done ex- exactly Marseille the same, didn't they? It's I know. a big, big club. Yeah. We just had everybody behind ball. It's crazy. I just so don't get it. Was it, City, it was City attack after attack. Yeah. After attack, and by the way, the two centre backs were Port and the other kid they just signed from from Port. Is it Porto or for the Portuguese league? Yes, um, yeah, I can't. I, got, I, got yeah. caught because they over they overcommitted. They are in it, yeah, yeah. You, you know, but mm. the game itself, I finished mm. up when they scored the second. But it's second and third. I'm not quite sure now. I went turned over and watched something else because it it become monotonous. Yeah, I don't and want to watch Manchester like City. Weren't Manchester City? Mm. And really, Manchester City get criticised, and people hoping to get beat because of the money they spend, mm. and everybody talking about Guardiola's coaching and everything. And there's a lot of people always want the underdog to win. Him, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I get that. I really get that. But I want to watch two teams play football. I don't want to see a team get beat hammered five 0 I want to see a good game of football, right? And I and I, I understand you're not always going to get that because of you're going to have one team uh, got better technical players than another team. So but, but there's ways it, and means of doing it, but I, it's not my way. I'd sooner, I'd sooner not be a manager to play that way. Absolutely. I mean, I took a little bit of stick this week because on the official Birmingham City Facebook page, they had a smiley face and they posted up that they were proud that Birmingham City had got a nil-nil draw against Queen's Park Rangers. We started with nine defensive players. And I put, posted it up, I find it embarrassing. 
Birmingham City going to arguably the worst Queen's Park Rangers team in my lifetime. Coming back with a nil-nil and you're proud. That's embarrassing. There's a lot of people, listen, there's lots of people inside the game. And that's uh, incredible. Football clubs. You, you know, I'm sat with my mate last Wednesday, mm. uh, Mike Gabitas. Yes. Uh, and he was saying to me, uh, you know, when's they win these next four matches? I said, Mike, stop thinking like that. Because what about if the, what if the other four teams win their four matches? Mm. You know, even we win ours. Yeah. And the four teams, what we below, mm. win theirs. We're still the same points behind them. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and now we've lost two games since that. Mm. You know, I mean, I look at Wednesday. We've had a 12-point deduct- deduction, right? And it's not possible that we could finish up back in, I call it the old third division, but to uh, League Two. Yeah. I mean... Under today's circumstances, what's happening inside football, it would take a long time for Sheffield Wednesday to get back out of that if they go down. I mean, I'm not thinking mm-hmm. that way, yeah. but realistic, when you look at it, it can happen. Oh, 100%, so you see, because you what know, you do, you turn just, you turn into a League One side, don't you? If you look yeah. at Sunderland and you fear, look at it's Portsmouth, what, yeah, what, what, yeah. it's fear. It's Absolutely. Fear. What happens yeah. again, it's fear. The yeah. fear of losing, so they go more defensive. Yeah. And then once you... Once, once you get relegated again, mm. it's not that you. Well, you do turn into it because what happened, What do you do mm. when you when you get when you get relegated? You get rid of your better players. Yeah, yeah. And you, you what majority of managers do? The, oh, he can't play in this league. Mm. We need to get players what's played in that league. Yeah. And they're in that league. That's what they do. Mm. And, and they're in that league then for the next five or six years yeah, because yeah. the same players what's in that league. And it's all relative I mean, because teams Jack, from the Premier Jack League. Thought, yeah. Yeah, Jack would have thought that I would have gone and played third division football. Why would I want to go play third division football? Mm. Right? You, you, you play at the highest level. Yeah. I played there because it's Sheffield Wednesday. Absolutely. If I'd have known we were going to play football that way with Jack, I would have mm. gone. Yeah. I, I if I'm honest, I wouldn't have gone. Mm. And I still love Jack. I love him as a person. Yeah. Right? So what they do, the same players. So it was a master stroke. Well, I wouldn't say it was a master stroke by Jack. It was a master stroke by Maurice Setters. Yeah. Because Maurice Setters knew I was a Sheffield Wednesday fan. Tapped you up in Rebecca's then, I think. Josephine's. No, no, it was Wasn't in um, Cinderella Rockefellers in Leeds. <laughs> oh, oh, of course, yeah, you was in Leeds. Yeah. It's after that game, um, wasn't it? So <laughs> that's what happens, and that's why they turn into that type of yeah. team, a third division team or a, a, league, a, a league two team, because they sign that type of player. Yep. And you know when you're signing that type of player, the problem is, and I'm not sticking up for a Sunderland, I'm not sticking up for a Sheffield Wednesday, I'm not sticking up for any big team up players at that level. Yeah. Everybody wants to beat you. Yeah. There's, yeah, 20, do, yeah. there's a minimum between 18, 20, 25, 30,000 people want to go to them certain type of games. Yep. We played in that third division with Carlisle, 33,000 people. Yeah. You know, I think 20, 30 odd, 20 odd, when we played Chester. Yeah. I mean, Chester got Ian Rush playing for them. Yeah. They're not going to fetch many, many fans. Mm. Right, but the reason why they stay in that league for a long time is because they sign players what play in that league, thinking that they're going to get them out of that league, and they can't handle that pressure, right? Because the opposition then it lifts their game, yeah. and that's what happens. They're playing in front of big crowds. Certainly does too. So magic moments this week. What have you sourced for us? Well, as usual, every week you can the yeah. stacks, <laughs> super the, the, the stacks, the stacks. Uh, What's the kid at um, Villa, at, uh, Villa, at um, West Ham? The overhead kick, Antonio. Hey, Antonio, Mikel, yeah, Mikel you know, Antonio. Great, great, yeah. Great, great thing is, but when you look at the game, Leeds beat Leeds beat Villa. No. Right, and Villa could have scored. Jack could have scored two. Yeah. I mean, the one what the kids kicked off at line. Yeah. But the run by Jack, that was just that was worth the admission fee. Yeah, it was. Absolutely. I mean, he didn't send them dummies. He sent me three dummies, <laughs> you know. Um, but Leeds played really, really well as well as. You know, Superb. I didn't think Villa played, I didn't think Villa played that bad. Mm. But second half, Villa did drop off. Uh, and Leeds mm. did, get, uh, did raise the game a, a bit more second half. But that was, again, that, that bit of magic by Jack. And this stacks. People get sick of me and you talking about Jack, but... What a great run it was, wasn't it? You know, you you, you thought you thought he's going to shoot. Is he going to shoot? Is he not? 
But the reason why they don't shoot is because the, the cut, it, it gets blocked off. It yeah. stops the shot. And you hit the, I mean, how many times you see people hit the, yeah. hit the man? Absolutely. You know, the, and the that's clever it, player, Tom, yeah. the, the, the clever, the, the really intelligent footballer will see that. And that's why, if you watch it, he pulled his leg to hit it. He did. Yeah. And then he realised, and yeah. then he dropped his shoulder, and he went to get. He knocked, he knocked it again. Yeah. And then he did it again. Yeah. And then he did it again. Yeah. I mean, the goalkeeper finished up on his ass, and he's finished yeah. putting the ball into his chest. Really. Yeah. If you watch it. Yeah. The goalkeeper finished up on his ass. Yeah. I mean, Tom. Tom was absolutely going ballistic because he is a Villa fan. Now, your Tom was trying to get me to confess that I'm a Villa supporter on that Saturday, but I'm not. No, I'm a... Jock, it was Jock that. Oh, sorry, it was it Jock. It was I did say Jock, but I thought then after it must have been Tom because Jock was playing. Um, yeah. But 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 no, I'm not. I'm a massive Jack Grealish fan. They're winding you up like they're winding me up. But, but I want Villa to win because I want Jack to be successful. And you've got parts of your family what's Villa fan. Look, yeah, some of my grandkids are Villa, and my kids are Villa, like and some are Blues. You, our, yeah. David a, our David was a Chelsea fan when we were kids. Yeah, I still wanted Chelsea to win and all. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people hated Chelsea in them days, isn't there? Oh, I'll tell you, you what. Know the, what I mean? So the, the stick but, I get from Blue supporters over oh, Jack. By really. the way, listen, I am going to back the Blue fans because. <laughs> I mean, it's bad enough, but when you keep going on and on and on about Jack Grealish and Aston Villa, I can understand them. But I'm like you, he's a genius to watch, isn't he? Oh, he, he, he's just, you know, we're looking at pay-per-view. How can he not be in the national team? I, I just find it incredible. What is it? But um, Did I tell you what would happen? Yeah, absolutely. But again... I, I've been watching Borussia Dortmund a lot since we had this lockdown and the games were, were all yeah. on uh, the TV and we could access them for a charge. I know the Premier League now, they select certain games for pay-per-view. If Villa are on and Jack Grealish are on, I pay, I'll pay i pay 15 quid because I want to watch Jack Grealish play football. I wouldn't for anybody else, but I would for Jack. Now, Dortmund, Julian Brandt played for Dortmund when they, they beat uh, Schalke at 3-0. Yeah. Germany also find it difficult to integrate Julian Brandt into their national team. And I look at it and I think, you've got the same problem as, as what we have in England. Germany, Germany have. Yeah, Germany, they have. Germany have always had a big, big, strong team. Yeah. And played, defense, not defensive football, but physical football. This it? kid's and it's different been class. On, it's been on, but I mean, since Guardiola went there, I mean, I watched Dortmund last year play Bayern Munich, and yeah. what I said to you, they were, mm-hmm. what it four or five, and I said to you, they, they could have got up at even a bigger gear. And Bayern Munich this last twelve months have been absolutely fantastic, and yeah. aren't they? But for, you know. but for me, Julian Brandt is the best player wow. in Germany. The kid's a genius, and he reminds me so much of Jack Grealish. His touch, his pass, his presence, and I look and I just think, why do you not play this kid? I find it incredible that they don't play him and they'll play others that haven't he's got his ability. Yeah, he's he's fearful of losing and he's, he's fearful of that player no. giving the ball away yeah. and, making a, and making a mistake. Yeah. I remember Jack doing that when he first came into Premier League, mm. near his own box, losing the ball, they nearly scored, or did he score? Not yeah, Tottenham sure. game, yeah, they scored. Tottenham yeah. game. Yeah. And, and the first thing I said to myself, they will scream, there you go, that's why we don't play. You know, I, I, if I if I really said what I thought, I'd get myself in trouble. That's why I keep myself more composed nowadays about it all. But it's a disgrace that Jack Grealish is not in our setup. And I'm not talking about on bench. I'm talking about playing from the off. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think most supporters that understand the game, or you know, that that's probably not quite correct because, again, it's the way that you view the game and your philosophy of the game. So mm-hmm. anybody that has a view or a philosophy like ours cannot understand why Jack Grealish is not in the team and the team isn't built around him. P- fans. Especially fa- England. Oh, absolutely. Especially England. Absolutely. I'd, I'd build any team around Jack Grealish. Because I mean, Germany, I'd build it around Julian player, Brandt. When we get a player like... When we get a player like Jack, mm? it's very rare because we, we don't want that type of... Because of anybody tells me, yeah, we don't want yeah. that type of player. No, the, the last time we've right? seen a player like that was Gaza. 
Well, when you, when we, but we, we produce and we just won't. That's let them, we won't Robots. let them develop. We yeah. won't let them develop. But when you look at these other teams, they all, they've all got five or six great players in the team. Of course like they have. Spanish. Yeah. You know those? We, we can't even have Jack in it. We can't even have Jack in it in case Jack gives the ball away. Right, let, and let's... And the other players give it away more often than not. Right, Xavi, Iniesta and Messi. If they were English, would they have got into a Premier League team in this country? Well, all three would have been released because they'd have been too small. Absolutely. If they were coming through the academy. Yeah, and this is my case. This is where I'm coming from. We do not here's look at example. skillful small players. No, here's a prime example. When Cruyff took over at Barcelona, yeah. right, above the manager's office, because I've watched this on the TV, yeah. right, the Barcelona uh, film, when I say films, clips, uh, not clips, but the, 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 it's like the Amazon Prime type of thing. Yeah, sure. Right? And it said, it said above the door, right, and it, it mentions it, <clears throat> don't fetch me a player under six foot. Yeah. And Cruyff brought whoever, uh, whoever were in charge of the uh, academy system, take that down. Yep. Right? And that was the philosophy, Cruyff's philosophy mm. has been with them right up to, up to now. I mean, they're not particularly playing, I'm not saying they're not playing particularly well, Right? But they're not winning things like they used to win. Mm. Why? It's the same as Real Madrid. You know, they might win that league or one of them might win that league because they are the most powerful one. But what's happened is that both them two teams now, they're players. And choose how good Ramos has been, it's still 35, 36. Yeah. And regardless, you lose pace at that age, I guarantee mm. you. So their players, their team has got too old together. And when they get too old together, you know, the great teams and, and what always great teams, whether they've got young kids coming through which to put into the team or the buy players to keep, you know, to keep it to a certain age level, right? But once you get beyond a, a 30, a lot of players will struggle. And, will struggle. and another person that's struggling at Barcelona is the chairman and, and the He's whole of the board. But apparently they've signed an agreement to join a European Super League. Where's that? Mm-hmm. Apparently so, yeah. Tell me, where, where is it? No, that, that, that's what they've done. They've apparently agreed to join a Super League. Barcelona have. Now, whether that's... Uh, whether that's... Whether they've resigned they, and moved out as a direct result of that, I'm not too sure because we don't really know what's going on, but we know that something's going on with this European Super League because it just ain't going away. Barcelona, yep. it, it will regards what anybody says. Listen, I am so proud of the fans in this country, mm. all football fans in this country, what's donated to the full banks. Yeah, absolutely. For people, yeah. what them paying for the sky, mm. right? Barcelona has always had a problem and not being want to be part of Spain. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Which, which what in this day and age, why would they want to be falling out about that? Mm. Why they want to be an independent? If we can't live together, there's something wrong. Absolutely, right? Absolutely, right. So it, this super league, listen, regardless of what anybody tells me, I, I can't see how it's going to work because whatever happens, there's got to be somebody for these big three, who wins? Who wins the league in Spain? Yeah, or the or the or the Real Madrid or Barcelona. That's exactly. the way, and and they get exactly. the lion's share of the TV money. But with this right. new so, European Super League, the money that they get they're gonna get, get would be get even it. more. But nobody gets me. I get that. I, I really get it. Mm-hmm. Right. The top ten, the top ten eight, the top eight clubs in in Premier League. Right. What does the rest of them do in Premier League? Well, I mean, I'll tell you what they do. Mo- most of them, most making, of them, they're making the league up. Yeah, absolutely, and and they just End turn up, up and park a bus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So, so let's take whatever they put in a fourteen league or a sixteen league, uh, sixteen team league. They may well do or eighteen, yeah, definitely. Right, right, eighteen, right. So the bottom five are making that league up, or bottom six are going to make that league up. Mm. Regardless what you tell me, regardless what any big expert tells me, yeah. what, listen, anybody with the eight PhD can tell me. 
That mm. won't. I nearly swore then. That will not work <laughs> because they, whoever it is, whether it's Barcelona near I the know bottom, what you're saying, Man United at the bottom, whether it's Liverpool at bottom, mm. they've got a chance of winning the league in their league, and they're not a chance of winning that. No. By the way, because that's what will happen. And again, I hear what you say. That, I know I what you say. Anybody any money, you'll not get one year. Man United win it next year. Uh, Liverpool will win it next year. Barcelona. That will never happen. I ju- I just think what they'll do, greed. Greed and money is is the oil that that turns the wheels of football, and they've created a monster, and everybody's been swallowed up by it. And I think they'll look at the NFL, where there's no relegation, and you'll have different picks of different players. And I just think they'll. I think in '92, when we had the whole new ball game of the Premier League. I think this is the next Somebody phase of the old new They will do, but I don't think they'll finish bottom of the league the next season after because I think they'll equalise it by transfers and I think they'll make it competitive and I think there'll be billions and billions of pounds stuck into it. And I hope they don't, personally. I don't want it, but I just know what these greedy bastards are like and how they've mm. knackered up football and they well, have we'll done since Sky right. started we'll, right. we'll, see well right. I, I hope, you, I hope you're right there's a lot of talk there's a lot of talk about it well I hope yeah. you're right TC and I hope that they don't I don't like pay-per-view TV I think that we pay enough to watch football I've got, on I've TV got, I'm not bothered. I've, listen I've got what I don't bother I yeah that's only my opinion I'm not bothered what yeah. people say I'm not bothered what you think good mm. I'm not bothered right I've had Sky since 1992 when yep. it started. Same here, yeah. Right? And now I've done away with it. I watch football. I watch mm. it through other means. Right? But I don't watch it. I don't... The reason why I'm not watching a lot of it at the moment in time is it's pathetic. Mm. There's the odd game what's any good, but majority yep. is pathetic without the fans. I agree. It's absolutely boring to watch. But some of the games are good. The Leeds game against Villa, well, Villa versus oh, Leeds was good. Oh, and Gabby, I've just said that there's yeah, some games exactly, watch, and I'll stop watching all the way through. I watched mm. Manchester City last night. Yeah, that was a boring game to watch. Yeah. A, a yeah. big club. Marseille yeah. is a big club. Absolutely, Marseille are a massive club. It it, it just, just defies. I know, I know. Just sat back, but it, it defies belief. TC. Why they do that when they're a big club? I mean, they they actually don't believe that they're a big club because if they believed that they were a big club, they would adopt those principles. You well, when I you don't... when you when you played, you didn't give a monkey's cuss who you were playing, whether it be Liverpool, exactly. Man United. That, yeah. You go out there. I'm Terry Curran. I'm better than you. We're going to go. Don't worry about them. Worry about us. We got the ball. Don't worry about when they've got I, the ball. I, I hear Adrian Durham, and I don't listen to him as much. I don't no, I turn him off. You know, and I tell him. But what I'm trying to say is, and I know why he does it, because he gets people to phone in. Yeah, and of course they, they make do. money that they get they, they make money that way. Absolutely. I, I, want, I, I want people to be fair and balanced about it. Yeah. When he, I, I, when I call a big club, Newcastle United is a massive club. Mm. And the reason why I call it a massive fan base. Yeah, huge. Yeah. Right. If we're going to talk about, you know successfully trophies then you look at Liverpool and Man United yeah right and then you've Arsenal you've Everton's and you've, you know whoever Man City's now Chelsea's whatever mm. they are right but when people when they, and I say a massive Sunderland's a massive club yeah potentially yeah. Trophies. no 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 trophies, but you know to go and play there in front of 40 47,000 every mm. week yeah practically if they're in Premier League yeah yeah you know, that's what I call a big mm. club. And then they want to argue, well, it, what's it won? I'm not talking about, I'm not interested in what it's won. Mm. I'm not interested in Sheffield Wednesday being in third division. Yeah. I went to play for Sheffield Wednesday because it's a club I love. Yeah. And it's a big club. Absolutely, yeah. And That's and, what I call a big club. And this Something is... I've got a fan base. Yeah. So I cannot watch this football. I can watch some of it, but I can't watch a lot of it. I want, mm. there's more, I don't watch, I only watch some. I don't watch it all now because it's boring me out the fans. Yeah. Boring. But for me, a big a big club acts like a big club, believes it's a big club. So when they turn up to play another team, they try and win that game. And I'll go back to my club, Birmingham, where lots of our fans say we're a big club. When you're a big club, you don't play nine defensive players and go to a team that ain't exactly. one in five and try and defend 
Big clubs do not do that. Think big, don't think small-minded. And that also defines a big club, in my opinion. People say to me, what's the difference between Everton and Sheffield Wednesday? Everton will sign yep. big big players, big 100%. name players, yep. right? Because they want to go and win trophies. Yep. Sheffield Wednesday know they're going to get a, a, a certain amount of uh, fans into the ground. So does Everton. Not, what, what I'm trying to say is yep. that Sheffield Wednesday are a big club, mm. but don't even think about winning trophies. They really don't. Whereas Everton, mm. I always think, even now when the Premier League like it is, this year they're at top of the league at moment, this moment in time, but they still thought they they were capable of winning that league. Yep. Sheffield Wednesday don't think they were capable of winning the Premier League. And that's the difference. They don't, they're not even thinking capable of winning the Championship. And that's the difference too, so yeah, absolutely. And that, that's the, you know, having an owner what's, what's going to believe in it and having yep. an owner what don't believe in it. Yeah. 100%, you go out, you try and win no, games. Is that that overcoming on all that? I can't believe it. It's flying by this time. I know. I can I can hear it in the distance, in the background. I'm going to look at the uh, the time that we've we've had so far, TC. Yeah. 55 minutes and 15 mm-hmm. seconds. It's incredible. Oh, it's... Who, won, who won the... Um... None of us. <laughs> Our, predict, our predictions last week absolutely stunk the place out. It ended up nil-nil. I know, I know. <laughs> this is why I don't like picking Sheffield. I know when I pick Sheffield Wednesday, we'll get beat. I know, it was um, it was awful. So, neither of us are picking the music this week. But no, Darla, Yeah, Darla Jade sent me her latest single, Ghosting Me, so we're going to go out with that. And, and guys... Just link up with us, send us your uh, your music, and, and we'll yeah. play it for you. We'll play it, yes, that's right, yeah. Yeah. So and give us your magic moments. Well, my magic moments was... Uh, no, was... What I'm saying, the guys, fans... Oh, absolutely, give your, yeah. Give let's, us your yeah. magic moments, and we'll mention, we'll mention that. Yeah, and also your, your, quest, your questions for Tisa. I've gone yeah. through my mine was Jack's run, Leeds United's performance, yeah. um, and, so and, Harland, and Harland's goal. I thought Harland's goal was fantastic. I mean, any it, questions you want to ask us? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll answer them truthfully, and uh, we'll, always answer, we'll always answer them truthfully. But uh, we will get them out. We can't get everybody. If we get loads sending, we can't mention them all. But we'll get we'll go through as many as we can. We certainly will get through them, TC. So the Hoover is now getting louder. So I think she's coming up the stairs with that bloody Hoover. <laughs> so we'll start on this week's games. Bournemouth versus one of your old clubs, Derby County. How do you see that going, TC? Um, I'd like to see how Derby go on tonight because I thought they played quite well against Fox Forest. And I thought mm. Forest were a bit poor, uh, but they came back into its second half. Um, Bournemouth one nil. Yeah, I'm. Good. I, yeah, I'm hoping Derby win. I'm going that way because if, if I give if I give Derby Bournemouth a win, so I'm going to go Bournemouth one nil. Bournemouth are looking good, and um, the Championship table's taking shape now, isn't it? With Reading yeah. Reading at the top, they they are looking good and six points. What is clear. it now? Is it ten games we've played? They've played eight games and they've got 22 points. They do look yeah. on fire. But I couldn't name any player. And I don't know who the manager is. I don't know where they get them from. But they're doing really well. I think he's a Croatian. I think he is. Well, his um, name ends with IC. So it's a, that's a good guess. Um, but when you look at Reading, they've been at bottom of the league for the last two or three seasons. I know, yeah. I know. It's and mad, the football, the, again, the football they're playing, the football that others feel playing, that tells you about co- that explains to you about coaching. Yeah. They're not fine to go and attack. And that is the way to play your football. Go, is, express for yourself, for you, attack. Yeah. I mean, Watford a third, Bristol City fourth. Bristol are always there and thereabouts. Sell players, sack managers, but they're still up there. They've done mm-hmm. brilliant as a football club the last few seasons. Norwich, Bournemouth, Borough, Mill, uh, Millwall. Gary Rowett's doing a good job at Millwall. Stoke City, stinking result last night away. 2-0 uh, mm-hmm. against Swansea. And Luton Town, who currently in 0-0 after 10 minutes and 37 seconds against one of your former clubs, Nottingham Forest, who are next on our list Borough versus Nottingham Forest what's Wednesday's result has it come up is it still 0-0 uh, 
Uh, Forest nil nil. Yeah, they're, uh, they're no. I'm they're... about Wednesday. They're playing Rotherham. You're playing Rotherham, and uh, I don't know what channel that you're on, TC. But oh, um... you're, you're just watching. You're not. Yeah, you're not watching results coming in. You're watching. No, I'm. Games. I'm watching the. I've got the Forest game, and I'm going to turn Birmingham on in a minute because I feel like going mm. to sleep. Right. Well, I'm going to. When this has gone down, I'm going to watch one of my. Well, I'm going to watch not one of my. I'm going to watch a few Wednesday. Great result for uh, Chelsea, by the way. I can't pronounce the Russian team that they, they played won? against, but they uh, they won four 0 So uh, so well done to Chelsea and uh, Super Frank seems to be doing all okay in Europe. Um, yes. Borough versus Forest TC. How do you see that game going? Birmingham nil nil. There's not a goal being. Where's scored. it at? That Forest and Borough. It's at Borough. Not a goal being scored so far one, in the championship tonight. One nil, one nil to to Borough. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Do you know what? I'm gonna go one one. I'm gonna go Forest to get a draw. Well, for me, Stuart, Stuart, Chris, you is is more negative than yeah, the positive attacking minded. So it's either a draw, nil nil draw, or I'm going for a one nil win because they'll, they'll make it difficult. He always makes it difficult, does Chris? You. So you're going one nil Borough. Yeah, I'm going to go one-one. Uh, Millwall, Gary Rowett's doing a fine job there at, at Millwall against one of your again former clubs, Huddersfield Town. Mm. I'm going to go one-one. Huddersfield. I mean, they got beat by Preston. Uh, um, they are playing quite well. I've been a bit impressed with the Huddersfield. Yes, yeah, I'm yeah. So I'm going to go one-one. I'm going to go 1 0 to Millwall because I think it's a dog awful place to go oh, it to. Is. It is. And I played, not, not there, but uh, at the old den. Were you? And yeah, I'm, I mean, they were spitting at you and all sorts, weren't oh. they? But I had to be with you after the game, didn't they? Yeah. All, the, yeah. all, all fans are the same. Yeah. One you, do, you know, because they want their team to do well, they do anything to try and put you up. But, the, you know, it's 90 minutes. But once in 90 minutes, we should all forget it and, 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 and get along. You know, in general, unless you get the really bad, bad, nasty one, but there are only a few and far between them. Absolutely, too. So, Wickham Wanderers versus Sheffield Wednesday. Surely that's got to be an away win for Sheffield. Listen, if they win this Saturday, then we we will get relegated, and I mean that. I agree. Because if, I mean, we we are being horrible to Wickham. They're they're there to make up the league this year, then. Hundred percent. It'll be their it'll be their party, you know. Yeah. And it's marvellous what they've done to come from non-league football and to get up there, yeah. you know. So two 0 to Wednesday, I'm going for. I've actually put two 0 down myself. Uh, Villa versus again another of your old clubs, Southampton. How do you say this one, TC? Where's it at? Villa. It's at Villa Park. I'm going to again go for a draw because I think both teams are yeah. playing quite well. I know they got beat the other day, Villa. Um, Southampton are playing quite really well at moment moment in time. So beat Everton, uh, drew three three at Chelsea. Yes, they could have got beat at Chelsea, but you know once you start giving results, it, your confidence goes up. So I'm going to go one one draw. Yep, I've also gone one one TC because I think that both teams have got some great players. It is mm. pay per view. I will be paying fifteen quid. Well, I'll be going halves. In fact. I think Keenan will probably be coming round as well, so we're, we're going to go thirds because uh, yeah. both the boys are mad, mad Villa supporters. So we'll be uh, watching that game. I think it's high noon on Sunday, and I, I do, I do fancy a one-one, but I think either side could nick it because both sides have got yes. match yeah. winners. Um, so, but but the I'm going to go for playing quite well. Well, I, I like Danny Ings. I've always liked mm. Danny Ings. And it's nice to see Shay Adams getting in the goals recently. He looks yeah. as though he's kicked it on. He looks as though he's been in the gym and bulked himself up as well. Shay I Adams. Thought, I wish I want Jock to do that. Yeah. Him, but See, he's hardly trained there for two weeks now, yeah. Jock. But that's down to this COVID. Yeah. You know, the, I don't know what it's like happening at other clubs, but, you know, they, they try and keep people away from each other at uh, Gimby, so... And that's what Jock needs to do, is build himself up more than anything at the moment in time. And finally, TC, uh, one of, again, another of your former clubs, Everton, versus the boring Newcastle United, sadly, because they never used to be that in the 70s, did they? No. It's at St James's Park. A, I'm going to go for a two. Uh, St James's Park. St James's Park, yeah. Mm. Well then. Again, a 1 1 draw. I'm going to go for a 2 1 win. You know, because they'd have come and parked the bus, you know. But, uh, that wasn't a great result for Everton last week away from home, so... No, you know, it, 
I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. It was poor, but Southampton are a good team. Yes. Do play good football. Got some fine footballers. I've watched and, Newcastle. Honest, when, I, when I say it again, Everton could have gone a couple up. Yeah. You know, well, not a couple up. They could have scored twice. Mm. Where, you know, uh, it makes a difference, doesn't it? I'm not oh, saying they still win it, but it yeah. does make a difference. Goals change games. And I just can't see Newcastle scoring... Enough of them, oh, by the way, Rotherham have just gone one up against your guys. Uh, Jamie Lindsay after five mm. minutes. Oh, God, don't look good for you, mate. Mm. And I don't think it's going to look good for Newcastle because I'm going 2 0 to Everton. I think they'll spank them. And, mm. uh, and that concludes, TC, our, yeah. our, um, our soccer six this week because two of the teams are playing against each other Villa against Southampton. And we're going to go out with Ghosting Me. By the magnificent Dala Jade. So thanks, yeah. TC. Thanks all enough. for listening and love yeah. to you and yours. See you next thanks, week. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, same to you. Uh, have a great week and a great weekend. We'll speak to you all next week. Bye bye. I need to go. I'm going to go. See you later. Same here, TC. All I see demons staring back at me. Times are wrong. This is bittersweet. Now I'm incomplete. I wish I could meet the man you could have been. Ooh, 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 ooh. in me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. in me. you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.